Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Adriana. And this is Kanye Conversations. Conversations. And tonight, we're going to be answering the question to the best of our abilities, did Kanye, in fact, make Taylor Swift famous? (laughs) So what are your initial thoughts on this, Adriana? Okay. So, I genuinely believe that Kanye made Taylor Swift famous. Wow. Like, for sure. Like, oh, wow. He launched her into the stratosphere, John. I think maybe, like, I think she would have found a lot of success and a lot of fame without Kanye. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. But I do think that he had a significant impact on the level. I think she would have been successful, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if she would have been famous. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, (laughs) I genuinely believe that Taylor Swift's talent would have carried her to excellent places Mm -hmm. regardless. I, I am, like, a fan of Taylor Swift's music. Um... But, like, I think it's undeniable, like, the impact that, like, Kanye had on her, on Mm -hmm. her career, which I'm so excited to dive into and just kind of consider. Yeah, so from, so it's kind of a, not ambiguous, but a, we don't want to make it an abstract point and just saying, oh, of course he did, oh, no, he didn't. So we thought it would be good to maybe take a look at some numbers to quantify uh, some of the differences i guess between pre-kanye and post-kanye yes taylor swift so good so john these are some statistics that i'd love for you and and you sweet listener to list consider um so this first one is comparing taylor swift's first week album sales so taylor swift had an album um it came out in 2008 it's called fearless it's a really good album i was showing john earlier like my (laughs) copy of fearless like it's definitely like a beloved album to me like I really actually love it I was also in her tar- target cut demographic I was like in high school like definitely of course I would know her but like after I think everyone knew her because she came out with speak now so John would you look at these numbers yeah, great chart Adriana by the even though no one will be able to see it it's beautiful <laughs> So, Fearless in 2008 sold 592,000 copies in its first week. And then the Kanye incident happened in 2009. And her next album, Speak Now, has sold 1,047,000 copies. So, that's a significant increase. Yeah. And Adrian, you quantified it with your brilliant math. So, Thank you. her first week album sales increased 455,000. And to put that percentage-wise, it increased by 77%. 76.9 to be precise. (laughs) And so it is... There's correlation here Mm -hmm. between the the Kanye incident. But we can't say there's necessarily causation that he caused it. But it is interesting Mm -hmm. that after that incident, her album sales skyrocketed. Yeah. Like, that's no joke. Like, 77%. That's huge. Um, yeah. And then also I think something to look at, especially since the Grammys are pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, being able to look at like just like their career statistics. Yeah, Kanye, very impressive. Jay Z actually has the most by a yeah. rap artist nominations. I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. Kanye has wait, but that means Kanye was a high high percentage of wins though. Yeah. Any way to say Kanye's the best. <laughs> but Kanye has sixty nine total nominations and nice. Taylor has 32 total nominations that is less than half Mm -hmm. kanye has 21 wins and taylor has 10 wins Mm -hmm. so yeah that's a difference of 11 there taylor definitely incredibly impressive she is younger she's Mm -hmm. at a 
low, not a lower point, but she's not as far in her career as Kanye is in his career. So it's understandable she has less. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's understandable she only has half as much at this point, but (laughs) still, yeah. yeah. And also four were awarded directly after the Kanye incident. And then two more were awarded after the second one. But that's, we'll talk about that later. Um, Yeah. So before the incident... Well, let's just say at the end. So the incident was when, of course, she was winning her best female video mm-hmm. at the VMA Awards. And then Kanye got up on stage, empowered by um, his kind of his views of justice and some alcohol in his yeah. system, as he would go on to admit. <laughs> and he said, I'm going to let you finish, Taylor. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all, all time. time. And so, yeah, she was shocked. I don't know how old she was. She was probably like. She was young. Yeah, maybe like 20, 22, 19. maybe younger. Yeah. Was, I think she was 19. Yeah. 19. On a, I remember like waking up the next morning and my mom's like, oh, did you see what this guy Kanye did with <laughs> Taylor know. Swift? And like, yeah, it was a huge deal. But she had Definitely. zero Grammys up to that point. Mm-hmm. Understandable because she was really young and was um, fearless. Was that the album she won Grammys from? Mm-hmm. But before that, she had an album called Taylor Swift. And... That was a really good album, too. I remember I remember really liking it. Um, she had a song called Teardrops on My Guitar that was, like, on Radio Disney. <laughs> so, like, just to put into his perspective, like, the point that Taylor Swift was at in her career. Um, and I remember, like, purchasing that album and really liking it. And I think that that album is good. But then, so that was her freshman album. But her sophomore album, Fearless, that's the one that wanted When do Grammy nominations come out? So the nominations come out early in the year, like January. Okay, so not because the the Taylor the if the incident happened September two thousand and nine, uh-huh. and the Grammy Awards the next year were February uh-huh. two thousand and ten. So that means that it's not like she was nominated before. Yeah. And so, do you think that? she would have, like, been nominated or won. Do you, you really don't think so? I don't think so, John. But You Belong With Me is such a good song. It is such a good song. But, like, when you look against who she was up against, like, they're not the same demographic. Like, this is country music. Mm. Got, like, I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I know country. <laughs> but, like, Taylor Swift actually, similar to Kanye, really did break molds for country music. Because, like, when you think of country music, you kind of think of, like, you know, more instrument-based, more storytelling-based. And for, yeah, Taylor Swift definitely incorporates that into her music. But, like, You Belong With Me could play on pop radio. So she revolutionized country music, mm-hmm. for sure. Kind of like Kanye did with rap. But I don't know if she would have been nominated. It was just different. It was different. Do you different. know who she was nominated against? I don't, but I feel like they were, like, reputable country stars, you know? Yeah, uh, did she win record and song of the year? Like, yeah, the she won the awards. whole thing too. Yeah. And did she, was that her album of the year? Yeah. So she has two mm. album of the years. She, yeah. When she, did the second album of the year happen? Adriana. <laughs> right after Kanye called her famous. Um, yeah. So that was also kind of like in correlation with Kanye. Not caused necessarily, but definitely a lot of correlation, I think. So that's 2016. So she won her big Grammys, like. 2010 and 2016. Yeah, just like what you were saying, like, I don't, I don't think that she's undeserving of the Grammys. I think she did, but 
I think it's definitely secured for sure. So what is this chart we have here? Is this so in 2009 Kanye had a total of 12 Grammys? Uh-huh. And that's just that's not just in 2009, right? No. Okay, I was gonna say that's yeah, that was since like before. Like... And then in 2010 he won two Grammys and Taylor Swift won four. Yeah. Some correlation there. <laughs> I That's think so. All I'm going to. So, what is your uh, conclusion about the uh, VMAs? Okay, so my conclusion is that like it's undeniable that Kanye like assisted in her popularity, and I think that Kanye made her world famous. World famous. World famous. You probably would have wrote that, but it didn't sound as good in the no, song. No, <laughs> exactly. The song's called Famous, not World Famous. And they actually right after the. Right after it all happened, the president of, like, Taylor Swift's label, someone who was in authority, that he um, spoke with, what was it? It might have been the Wall Street Journal or something like that. It was one of the big newspapers, and he actually said, The Kanye incident brought attention to Taylor to an audience that did not really know her or her music. And when they did check it out, they discovered that they really liked it. So almost what you're saying, like, you were in her prime demographic, yeah. like a probably a 15, 16-year-old girl. Yeah. But then people like myself, well, I wasn't a huge Kanye fan at the time, but people who liked Kanye were likely like, oh, shoot, like, who is this person? And mm-hmm. so even he was able to recognize yeah. Kanye's not taking credit for her abilities yeah. or her skills because yeah. she's undeniably talented. Yeah. But he's taking some credit <laughs> for the level of fame that she has, I guess. Definitely. So, have you seen that meme where it's like everybody says yeehaw, but nobody ever says ha ye? Like, how are you? <laughs> so, like, let's think about that. Like, have you ever thought about that? I'm like, why did Kanye snatch the mic out of young, sweet Angel Taylor Swift's hand? What album? Had 808s come out yet? Yeah. I don't. I think he. I don't know. I've heard different things. I think he was drinking a lot that evening. I would guess that was one of the things. I think he also... Because he was friends with Jay-Z and Beyonce. He had connections that way. Mm Because he stood up for Beyonce. But... Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think, like, he was definitely, like, emboldened by the alcohol. Part of me thinks, like, even if he, like, wasn't drinking, he might have still Mm, done it. Yeah, yeah, you never know. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I think... um, there is so much to consider when it comes to Kanye's motivations. Um, I was watching a lot of videos, actually, like, in preparation for the podcast. And one that I, I don't have it recorded or anything, um, but it actually was a leaked video of Kanye reacting, like, immediately after the Taylor Swift incident. And, like, he's, like, kind of sounds, like, full of, like, rage, actually. So this is, like, mm. the night. And he's, like, I don't want any more Elvises when there are James Browns. You know, kind of considering, like, oh, what what does that look like to genuinely believe that, like, why is Taylor Swift, like, a white woman getting credit for, like, what he genuinely believed, like, Beyonce, like, a, like a black woman to, like, be deserving of it. So, I just have a video about Kanye kind of, like, explaining that. Like, he calls himself a soldier of culture. So, genuinely, like, I don't know, with the conviction that, like, black women aren't being recognized the way they should be. Which? <laughs> oh, the great. I don't know if that's irony or what it is, but because Beyonce ended up winning the big VMA, yeah. the video music of the Because yeah. Taylor Swift just won the female specific video yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce ended up winning the, <laughs> the big giant yeah. one. 
so darn it. <laughs> um, that's funny. But yeah, and also he had just lost his mom. Mm. Like that's that's incredibly tough and you know, Donda being a, a black woman who I think Kanye like cuz I have a, a hard copy of 808s and Heartbreaks and in that like he has a huge poster of Donda like mm. all dressed up so beautiful. Okay. So yeah, I'd love to play um yeah, Kanye on he's on the Ellen DeGeneres show. I'm talking about because they both were like on talk shows like all the time it was like such a press junket yeah oh man it was a wild time it was like the talk of the homeroom when I was <laughs> in high school um okay so here is Kanye on Ellen kind of talking about his motivations I feel like in some ways like I'm a soldier of culture and I realized that no one wants that to be my job, and, and, and I'm never going on stage again. I'll never sit in a award show again, but will I feel convicted about things that really meant stuff to culture that constantly get denied for years and years and years and years? I'm sorry. I will. I cannot, I cannot lie about it in order to sell records. Yeah. So things that are being denied. That's so... Oh, so interesting to me. But... I think another thing that's so important is that Kanye did apologize, you know, like genuinely. Yeah. yeah. And like the media genuinely made him out to be like evil. <laughs> like, mm. like here's this evil man, like going up against this, like, you know, wonderful, like darling from Kanye's perspective. I'm kind of presenting that from Kanye's perspective, which I think emboldened him even more, like mm. to act even more reckless, mm. like, you know, in feedback when he's like, Pablo bought a Rolly and a Rottweiler. Seemed like uh, the more famous yeah, only like got wilder. Oh, I love that <laughs> line. Oh, like only got wilder. That's beautiful. But like, so Jay Leno, I feel like I never even watched Jay Leno. Like, I feel like right when I was, like, did you ever watch Jay Leno? I feel like you were Not really. No, I only watched some um, occasionally. David something, the guy from New York. Oh, Letterman? Letterman, yeah. Letterman. I'd watch him, like, occasionally if I stayed up late. Yeah. Usually yeah. about 8.30 around that time, though. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. My bedtime was definitely 8.30 <laughs> growing up. Um, so, yeah, let me play. This is Kanye on the Jay Leno show. And just observe the way that Jay Leno talks to Kanye. Like, I think it was out of pocket, but, like, I don't think Kanye West deserved to be talked like this. I immediately knew in the situation that it was wrong and it wasn't a spectacle or just, you know, it's actually someone's uh, emotions, you know, that I stepped on. And it was very, it was just, it was rude, period. And, you know, I'd like to be able to apologize to her in person. And, you know, I wanted to. Let me ask something. I was fortunate enough to meet your mom and talk with your mom a number of years ago. Uh, What do you think she would have said about this? Um, yeah. Would she be disappointed in this? Would she give you a lecture? Yeah. Number one, how dare. <sighs> to ever, like, consider what Dr. West would think about Kanye. Like, how rude like if i did something bad and my mom had just died and someone was like 
What do you think your mom would say? Mm. My mom would love me no matter what, actually. <laughs> like, how rude. Like, ugh. And they did that recently with Kanye. Like, he's been in the news. And the, even them were like, yeah, yeah, it would make Donda roll over in her grave. And, like, especially, like, especially in that moment with Jay Leno. Because it, it was so recent was for him. Recent. And it was such a big deal for him. Like, yeah. he literally changed the style of music for a mm. whole album because of it. Yeah. But then even now, they still, like, <coughs> just, like, any way, I guess, to make Kanye look bad or feel bad and it's just I don't know it's a low blow for sure definitely yeah not not cool um also I think it'd be kind of fun to talk about like what were their responses to this incident because their careers definitely like both of them I think took off after so like Taylor Swift after this happened she was on talk shows she was on magazine covers. I remember, shout out Lauren, best friend Lauren since <laughs> kindergarten. Um, she and I would like walk after school, like to CVS, and like we would go into like the um, like the magazine section, and like we would listen. There's like J14 and like M magazine. I don't know if like I'm, I'm unfamiliar with <laughs> those. I don't think so. But like just think, like walking in, like yeah, you seen like the teeny bopper yeah, magazines. Yeah, yeah. So Lauren and I would teeny bopper. Is that's that what a they're called. current that's, term or it I sounds like so. an old person term? <laughs> teeny bopper. <laughs> yeah, and like you could like take quizzes and there'd be like horoscopes and like I don't know, just all like that kind of stuff. And so, um, but on every cover was Taylor Swift after September. I remember Lauren and I were literally like. Oh my god, <laughs> why? Because um, Lauren, like, thank you for listening, Lauren, because I know you do. But, like, you were never really, like, a big Taylor Swift fan, even to this day. But, like, you're never really a big Connie fan either. <laughs> so, thanks for taking my side. <laughs> do you mind if I read off some of uh, Taylor's accomplishments? Yeah. Because this is definitely not a poop on Taylor party. That's she so has true. Accomplished amazing things. Um, Swift launched number one on the Billboard 200 with Reputation, making marking her fifth number one. I think that's album. Yeah, five number one albums. That's, that's incredible. Great. Her sales album sales seven point one million on Fearless, wow. six point one million on 1989, five point seven million on Taylor Swift, wow. four point six million on Speak Now. Mm. Um, her album sales stand at thirty one point four million. <laughs> All time and all time, that's twenty third best selling album artist since wow. Nielsen um, started rating that. Uh, she's only behind for females: Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, Shania Twain, and Britney Spears. So like all so those people are older. So she's probably like the most dominant female mm-hmm. artist. I would say like around her and Katy Perry. I think is also huge. Yeah. Like Lady Gaga is a little less. Like I, I like Lady Gaga Lady the best Gaga. probably. Yeah. But yeah, she um, has her best-selling digital songs, Love Song Alone, has 6 million sales, wow. 5.4 million for I Knew You Were Trouble. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she like she's an outstanding artist. This is not to poop on her at all, who yeah. has accomplished a lot on her own. But it's how much... Um, <laughs> so it's a little, little kick out the door, a little <laughs> impetus, you know, yeah. <laughs> of it. So true. Yeah, so she. what did she do after this? I think she did the best she ever could like she's no wow like people like dream of careers like that and she like she did it like that's incredible for her um yeah so good but what did what did Kanye do what did he do after this incident what do you do when the whole nation the president is calling you (laughs) calling you words what do you do after that 
Uh, do you flee? Do you just <laughs> get out of there? Uh, maybe. That's what, I think that's what I would do. I always joke, like, I'm just gonna, like, go to China and teach English. Like, that's <laughs> I know, what that, do. that's, like, my... Not it's like my worst case scenario as they uh, call it, but even then I'm like, oh, like things will turn out okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure I'll have so much fun. I get no jobs here, I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God bless English majors. Um, yeah, that's exactly what Kanye did. Like he fled, he fled the whole country. <laughs> he went to Japan, and then Hawaii. Um, I okay. Do you think that we would have my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? Like, the, a masterpiece album. Like, honestly, probably, like, the greatest album of all time. Like, people can recognize that. Without, like, the media onslaught that was after Kanye. Wow. It's like, would we have... Like, after such a great defeat, <laughs> only can there come a victory. Yeah. So, would we have My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy with Al Taylor Swift? I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's almost like... Yeah, I think that's an important thing. So if Taylor Swift was never born, hmm. the world would be different, but in a worse way. I'm glad Taylor Swift exists. <laughs> Me too. I'm very glad Taylor Swift exists. But actually, the world would be worse off because the album might not exist. Oh my gosh. We almost would have never gotten Devil in a New Dress. Oh! <laughs> so Kanye, to some degree, has Taylor... I don't know, though. Do you think that's something that... Like, imagine you like went to a university you applied to a bunch of phd programs mm. and they all said like no like you suck like there's no <laughs> chance me, <laughs> no i'm saying like hypothetically <laughs> i'm sure they never would but and then you go you really hone your skills and then you go produce the the great modern english poem okay like richard spencer attempted oh, to wow. do would you like thank the universities like, so do you think Kanye has the media to thank for... Because, I mean, yeah, do you think that... Yeah. That that they played a... Because they played a causal role somewhere in there. But, like, do they deserve any thanks for it, do you think? I think so. Yeah. I think that's such a mature perspective to have. To, like, be like, oh, no, I can, I can thank, you know, the people that, like, did me wrong. It's kind of like to bring Jesus into this because I love doing that. Like, in the Bible, in Genesis... So what you intended to hurt me, God intended for good <laughs> and to bring many people to salvation. So like definitely good things can happen because of bad things and you can actually look back and respect and thank you. And like, actually thank you. <laughs> like, you know. Um, so yeah, I think so. That's such a good point, John. Wow. <laughs> I'd love to play. Um, so John, had you ever considered the line like FSNL in the whole cast. I didn't. I just knew it was a sound. I just knew like <laughs> those sound waves in my ears, but the whole cast. Easy said, but like uh -huh. no, I never understood the words there. <laughs> like, yeah, I never realized it was a line. Uh -huh. I thought it was just a uh, coming off of the like twenty four centuries. No, 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 no. Yeah, I can see that. So I'll never forget sitting like in homeroom class, like with my friend Kayla, and just like considering like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy had just dropped. And also Pink Friday had dropped, and it was just so, it was like, I look back and, like, fireworks are going off in my head right now. It was, like, a big deal. And so you're, like, looking at the lyrics, like, looking at all the songs, and, like, Monster was a pretty big one, um, but, like, so was Power. Like, Power was definitely, like, a standout track. And so um, all my friends and I really liked Taylor Lautner, <laughs> and so um, Taylor Lautner was dating Taylor Swift at the time. He was actually on stage when, um, like 
Kanye took the mic away from he Taylor Swift. He didn't stop Kanye? He didn't stop he him? He didn't stop them. Lame. <laughs> I know, right? Like, that's your girl. Go up and, I don't know, show him who's boss. Um, but I'm glad he didn't do that because <laughs> Kanye would have, I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so many things to consider, God. But, um, so, Con- so Taylor Lautner goes on to host SNL. And he's basically saying, like, this is what I would have done. But I didn't get the chance to. And so there's a cardboard cutout of Kanye West. And, like, Taylor Lautner is, like, really cool. Like, I don't know. He does, like... Ninja moves? Yeah, I was going to say, like, ninja moves. Like, backflips and, like, kicks and stuff. And so, like, I'm not going to play the video because it's literally just him grunting. And I don't (laughs) want to play that. And so... But, like, to paint a picture for you. Imagine Taylor Lautner, like pretending to kick Kanye's head off twice and then actually punching it like a cardboard cutout of Kanye's head. Tough guy. Yeah, right? Like, so tough. A man that's not even, like, in the country. And, like, people clapping because a man's head got punched off. With all the middle-aged moms, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so silly. And then, of course, we get SNL in the whole cast. Tell him he's said. <laughs> that's legendary that has so much more meaning now because mm-hmm. i when i read like when i listened to tell him yeezy said mm-hmm. i always just thought it was like oh like just generic like anyone yeah. pretty but now it's like specifically <laughs> taylor lautner and the whole cast of SNL. what a goofball i know goodness uh wild yes sake. there's so much to should we okay i'll read my part yes and then so i was looking up articles kind of about this Uh and so i looked up like did kanye make taylor famous and i found one article that said (laughs) proof is on people.com so you know it's a reputable source (laughs) proof kanye west definitely did not make taylor swift famous (laughs) let's see point number one one year before the 2009 mtv vma incident Swift took home a Young Hollywood Award for Superstar of Tomorrow. <laughs> was nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys in 2008. Okay. Very cool. You nominated. know, she's a talented art. Can you name a bunch of the other artists who were nominated from uh, 2008, no. 2007? Um, in 2010, um, I don't know who the author of this paper was, but apparently they lost track of time. <laughs> it says in 2010, she became the youngest artist to win a Grammy for Album of the Year, Fearless, the same year... She scooped up Grammys for Best Country Song and Best Country Album. 2010, wait. Adriana, is that after the Kanye incident? Yes, it is. Number three, Swift's third album, Speak Now, came out after the Kanye incident, is the fastest-selling digital album for a female artist in the Guinness Book of World Records. And every other accomplishment, 2010, the singer was named Entertainment Weekly's Youngest Entertainment uh, Entertainer of the Year. Hmm. We're Never Getting Back Together. 2013 was crowned the fastest-selling hit number one of the year wow. and then she's list 2000 the art author lists 2015 accomplishments like wow she's just she's like i don't know if it's a guy or a girl i feel like it's a young taylor swift apologist or something trying to defend her but like all of these awards come after the the, the kanye thing like i she does not do a great job of uh proving her point yeah. or him i'll just use this person like yeah. I, I was dying. I was like, there's no way this person thought it was a real article. Like, proof that it didn't happen. All the stuff they list is after the Kanye incident. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty ridiculous. And that was, like, one of the top results. So, like, yeah. That's so funny. 
Yeah, definitely not helping the case by listing stuff that happened after. after. Yeah, great job. Great <laughs> research. Yep. Cool. So that was, like, their first, like, interaction, like, where they're, like, uh, their first, like, contention. And then, John, do you remember 2016? 2016, Waiting for Life of Pablo to come out. Mm. And then the line. Is that how the song starts, right? Yeah. Well, it starts with that really cool intro, like, woo. And, like, this was, like, before Pablo had dropped. Like, I'm not, that's, like, so fast. I was, like, raising support during that time. It was, like, wild. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like. Okay, yeah, so it's it's definitely the first line in the song. So I kind of wanted to talk about, like, the lyrics, like, a really small, like, um, like, not analysis, but just kind of, like, recognizing that this song is not, like, about Taylor Swift, you know? Mm. I feel like a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends that, like, you know, know this song kind of, isn't that the song, like, where he talks about how he made Taylor Swift famous? And I was like, yes, but that's, like, not all he talked about you know so it begins with for all my south side that know me best i feel like me and taylor might still have sex why i made that famous so like the way i interpret that line it's like definitely like really like tongue-in-cheek it's definitely like provocative like that's what kanye explores on life of pablo you know like there's that duality that like you know that that wrestling with monogamy versus like like have you you know fml like god i'm willing to make this my mission give up the women (laughs) like i don't think that that's like there's like a larger there's more to it than the if we could looking at like the deconstructionalist literary theory (laughs) um where it's like yeah that's like the only meaning but like when you look at in a constructivist viewpoint actually no so um yeah so i think that like it's not really talking about Taylor, but, like, talking about how he, like, overcame the backlash and how it affected his desires. Like, he still messes with Taylor. Like, you know, he could say, like, oh, I still mess with Taylor Swift. Or he could be, like, kind of provoked and say, like, we still, like, have sex. Like, we're that close. Like, we still do that. Um, it's, like, definitely the bravado. And I think the big thing, John, is that she approved the line. Uh, I want to stop you there. Adrian. Okay, <laughs> what? You don't like it? I feel like you get, you're giving him a big like the benefit of the doubt uh, yeah. i think this song is about taylor swift no not the whole thing <laughs> well i mean obviously not the whole thing but it's like the centerpiece the center line the obvious like i think kind of when he wrote this it's not like he was like oh i wonder what people like about the song he's like all right i'm gonna get people with like the first line mm. i think that there is more to it but yeah. i think that this is definitely I don't know. I will, I don't give Kanye that bit that much of a benefit of the doubt in this situation. Really? Okay. Well, that's good. So we're not just like. I like that we're different. That's good. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. I think. And there's just so much more to it than just the Taylor line, John. But no, I everything you're saying is good. Um. But I don't know. I'm just like I'm such an English major. I want to look at it from a constructivist way. And so like, you're right. Maybe he did want to just like hook people with the Taylor line. But then he goes on to talk about like, you know, for all the girls that got from Kanye West, if you see him in the streets, give him Kanye's best. Like they're mad they're not famous. They're mad they're still nameless. So he's talking about like, hood fame, mainstream fame. He's just like exploring like fame and so. This is my attempt. <laughs> Trying to justify Kanye. Maybe, yeah, I think. I don't know. It's kind of like Jesus. It's like, maybe. Like, but I don't know. Yeah. But, because doesn't the beat drop out when he says the Taylor Swift line? Yeah. 
Yeah, like, because that's what you're saying for breathe in, breathe out. You're like, oh, we pause. But I mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) But I do think the, what, the fallout that came from this that you were about to touch on about the line itself Mm -hmm. and, like, is this something that came out of nowhere or did Taylor Swift maybe approve of it beforehand <gasps> and then pray, played the victim oh, no. after it came out? Taylor Swift victim? What? No way. Impossible. My <laughs> <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <clears throat> so. 2016. Famous. A big giant music video. It's a, it's everywhere. It. Good, John. That's so good. <laughs> oh my God, I don't think oh, I was so. Good, you're not missing anything. <laughs> I, I promise. It's literally just. Is it just that bad? Of, it's literally just like a slow cam of like naked like. Aren't they wax people. figures or something? Yeah, like wax figures. Freaking <laughs> Kanye's wild, man. Yeah, I mean. He's wild. Yeah, I I watched it, but then I. Prayed. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and I only watched it once. Uh. Such good questions. Um, anyway, so there's like outrage over this. There is like outrage, like oh, how dare Kanye call her like that? How dare he like take control over her image? Because he did make like a wax figure of her naked body without her consent. Which like if he didn't have consent, like sure, I think that that there's definitely grounds for that. But the thing is. There was, because there's a whole hour worth of phone call. Uh, that's what Kanye said. Kanye said, like, no, Taylor approved everything. We were on the phone call. We were on the phone for an hour. Taylor denies that at first. She's like, Kanye just wanted me to promote the album on Twitter. And I said, no. Uh, and I warned him against the strong misogynist message. Oh, jeez. That's so oh, bad. Gosh. That is so bad. Because, like, she gets... <laughs> So exposed. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to talk about the phone call, John? Yeah, sure. Cause it came out like there was gonna be a lawsuit or something about it, yeah. and then I remember Kim had the video of it, mm-hmm. and it was cause I think it was illegally recorded. Like, couldn't have been used in yeah. court. I don't think. But imagine Taylor Swift suing, technically winning. But then everyone just watches and it's like, okay, oh, yeah. you're a snake. We clearly... So I don't think anything came of that. Mm-mm. But yeah, it was pretty bad. Because I remember Kim was like, oh no, like, the video's here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll never... Because it came out after. So I love keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't watch it all the time. But when I do, <laughs> like, watch it a ton. And so um, um, I think the episode is called, like, The Wife of Pablo. Mm. Which I think is really Ooh, adorable. <laughs> Isn't that so good? <laughs> and just talking about, like, Kim's, like... I am so tired of people, like, attacking my husband for no reason. Like, they had a phone call. I'm tired of Taylor Swift, like, playing the victim. And, like, I understand that. Like, you know, I'm I'm nobody's wife, but, like, if I ever am, God. (laughs) Um, I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, I would never want anyone to talk about my husband in a way that's untrue. And so she, like, releases it out of a place of, like, this is defending Kanye. Because, like... She, at the Grammys, when she won in 2016, do you remember what she said, John? I don't have the exact words, uh-huh. but I remember she's like, listen up, woman of the world. If anyone tries to take credit for your success and your accomplishments, Ooh. I don't know what she said after that, but I remember it was along those lines. Yeah, definitely like a place of preaching, like basically saying like, 
Oh, it's obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, right. After like, like if that was, if there wasn't all this phone call, like maybe I can understand it's more justified. But the fact that she was so duplicitous about yeah. it, I used that word in class today. Yeah. I even as a professor, I was like, I've never said that before. Oh, like, <laughs> is that did I use it right? Such a good word. But just her. Just the fakeness mm-hmm. of her, like, oh, I didn't say this. Like, Kanye's a misogynist. He's taking advantage of me. Yeah. Then, like, this truth comes out, and she's still... <laughs> I don't know if the video came out after she went on stage about it, but it was, like... After. Oh, you just won your second album of the year. You haven't won one in how long? Seven oh, years before. since the last time. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of weird timing, and mm-hmm. you're a snake about, like, this video and stuff. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. Uh, it is. I just can't stand duplicity so with all the love and gentleness in the world john do you want to talk about this transcript we have the the transcript of the phone call that transpired (coughs) because she denies it she denies it that like this phone call never happened but then yeah kim it shows like no like this happened yeah so connie says from my south side that know me best i feel like me and taylor might still have sex and then taylor after that says um i'm like this close to overexposure what do you think she means i don't know i didn't understand that line so like i think with taylor swift is she is very like her image and like the image that she like wants people to like see her as it's very like calculated like she's very she's got like a lot of like she doesn't really have huge scandals, you know? Mm. I think this was, like, her first, like, major, like, oh, my gosh, Taylor Swift is a snake. Like, she had a really good reputation, I think. And then, like... Country girl. Yeah. And then if she made an album called Reputation about, like, <laughs> how her reputation got messed up by this because, <clears throat> I mean, how could it not? You're exposed for being a snake. Is that her most recent album? Mm-hmm. When she came out with the Look What She Made Me Do and her, like, style yeah. kind of changed. But, I mm-hmm. mean, like... Even changes her style of pop mm-hmm. to like a more edgy pop. Like she's incredibly talented. She's yeah. very, mm-hmm. very good. Definitely. And then where does it get to the um, specifics over the? Cause that's just I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. And then she eventually says, "Uh, I know. I mean, it's compliment, kind of." <laughs> I was like, "What I give uh, f you as a person and as a friend." She's like, "That's sweet." And then you underline this part. She said, "Um, yeah. I mean." Go with whatever line you think is better. It's obviously very tongue-in-cheek either way. And I really appreciate you telling me about it. That's really nice. Ugh! And then she goes up on the stage and is like, credit for your fame. I'm sorry. No. I, have like, so, I, know, I don't know why I say sorry. I know that you don't mind. I'm going to put in a cough drop. I will edit this. In the cherry halls. One time, one time, I didn't realize you're only supposed to have those like every couple hours, or, like when you need it. But like one time at my friend's house, I literally had like a whole bag. Like I just ate them back to back. Like I didn't know. Yeah. I just kept eating them, and then my mouth was like red and cherry for like a couple days. It was nasty. Oh my gosh, did you have to go to the hospital at all? No, I miss halls though. Oh, I used to have halls. They're so good. But they're super sugary, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'd offer you one, but you don't have a call. Oh, no. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you, say you like it. Maybe I'll, I'll like buy it. some sometime, just for, like, the enjoyment. <laughs> John treats himself to Cherry Hall. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. <coughs> Very cool. So, thanks for that. Um, yeah, so I, I underlined the go with whatever line you think is better, because I think that gives, like, full license to, like, artistic freedom. 
<laughs> yeah, she's she knows she's speaking to Kanye, right? Like, yeah, like go with whatever <laughs> you think is best, and like scandals or careful what you ask for with Kanye. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and I just think like I want to believe Taylor Swift is like a genuinely nice person. Like she invites fans like into her homes and like gives them wow. gifts and stuff. Like that's that's awesome. Like, but then it makes me question like the authenticity of it because like look she's like oh thanks yeah I really appreciate it like the heads up is so nice like with things without even asking or seeing like if I'd be okay with it and I just really appreciate it I never would have expected you to tell me about a line in your song okay and then the flowers you sent me because Kanye like had sent her some flowers and then Kanye says relationships are more important than punchlines and then this is where it starts to get like yeah, so really good. Clear. Mm. Taylor says, "Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody would listen to that and be like, oh, that's a real diss. Like, she must be crying about it.' You got to tell the story the way that it happened to you and the way you experienced it. That you obviously didn't <laughs> know who I was before that." Oh. Dang, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, and then she says, it doesn't matter if I sold 7 million of that album before you did that, which is what happened. You didn't know who I was before that. So it's almost her saying, like, the whole success thing. Like, she was successful, but people mm. didn't fully know who she was yet. Yeah. That I can make these things happen, and I have the ideas to do it, and I create these things and concepts, and I'm always going to respect you. And I'm really glad you had the respect to call me and tell me as a friend about the song. It's just a really cool thing to do and a really good show of friendship. So thank you. <laughs> that is wild because that makes me think that she did know about the famous line because it even says that where does it say that and you know if people ask me about it i think uh where is it you guys want to call this a feud you want to call this throwing shade but right after the song comes out i'm gonna be on the grammy red carpet and they're gonna ask me about it and i'm gonna be like he called me that did not happen. That did not happen. <laughs> Waiting for that interview. Yeah. The opposite happened. Yeah. So she oh. initially was most upset. The reasoning was that she didn't like being called the B word. Because mm-hmm. it's, I feel like me and Tyler might still have sex. Why? I made that B famous. So in like that three line, it's like me and Taylor still might, might have sex. Like, I don't think that's a compliment. But then there's the B. And there's like, I made her famous. And I feel like making her famous would be the most, the biggest dig at her. I think so. But she, this is actually maybe what I'm, I'm thinking about it right now is that her getting up on her soapbox, she claims that it was like the famous part up there that like made her the most upset. Yeah. But while she wasn't up there, she's like, oh, I didn't like being called a B. Yeah. And so it was almost her in two ways, like finding yeah. misogyny in Kanye. Like, oh, mm. he can't call me that. Or like, oh. Yeah. I'm responsible for my own fame. And so, like, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think that it was dishonest of her to... Maybe she was trying to just set it up like that, or maybe she realized she had an opportunity. She's like, maybe I didn't get, like, that recorded or not. But I do think it was very dishonest of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And to defend Kanye's recording of the album, he was record. He didn't just... I think that's a common misconception that, oh, they, like got her on the phone just to specifically trick her but they were recording 
everything, John. Like, the Life of Pablo Sessions, like, they were going to make a documentary on it. There's actually, like... Is there a documentary? No, but there's some leaked stuff that I could send you. Um, Just randomly email you again. Um, And, like, on the Google Drive, there's, like, a demo of Black Skinhead that was going to be on Pablo with, like, Miley Cyrus and, like, Travis Scott and yeah mm-hmm. and there's like um the waves that like chance had done with him so like Aww. there's a bunch of like like pablo was a really big project like he took like three years after jesus to make life of pablo and i thought it was life pablo's incredible album and like definitely worth the wait because like mm-hmm. mm. but like they were he was putting a lot of thought into it and like wanting to record everything very detail oriented and so like that's why he was recording the phone call because it was going to be this big old huge thing, you know? Mm, and I finally found the line that says, it's the second to last one. It's awesome that you're outspoken and it's going to be like, yeah, she does. It made her famous. It's more provocative to say, might still have sex. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah, it's like she's given the okay to like pretty much all of it. Yeah, and so oh, wow. I guess you can say, oh, Kanye, like that's not the best line you could have chosen. It's not the most like uplifting to taylor but at the same time like he got approval for approval it. for her yeah 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 exactly and here's like where the conspiracy part comes in just a tiny bit there's okay there's like ideas that like taylor swift was going to take legal action against them because like um like this is a fact like taylor swift's lawyers sent kim kardashian like a cease and destroy letter like destroy like any phone call um Dang. but Obviously, she didn't. But it's kind of chopped up. Like, I don't think it's a... I don't think it's, like... Oh, like, she just posted it on Snapchat. Like, I think she posted it on Snapchat on purpose. Because you can, you can like, upload, like, in sections and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think that she didn't record her giving consent for the B-word line. So that Taylor Swift could draft up that, like, apology letter. So, <laughs> actually, I use this the other day because Walt follows me on Twitter and he like responded to one of my tweets and like he used the B word like not even about me but like and so I like I like pulled up um this and I was like (laughs) 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 but like this is what Taylor said like she's like where's the video of Kanye telling me that he was gonna call me that B um in his song it doesn't exist because it never happened um you don't get to control someone's emotional response to being called that b in front of the entire world of course i wanted to like the song i wanted to believe kanye when he told me that i would love the song i wanted us to have a friendly relationship he promised to play the song for me but never did like wanted to be supportive and all those things and then she ends with like i would very much like to be excluded from this narrative one that i've never asked to be a part of since 2009 so I think that, like, that was drafted up in collaboration with, like, the lawyers. Because, like, if you include lawyers in something, they're going to be all over that. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, she didn't include that approval so that Taylor Swift could post that. Because that still gives her, like, some damage control. You know, in the world of PR, I have no idea. I took one communications class, like, at Cal Poly. So, like, I don't know much about PR. But, like, I think that, like, maybe there's, like, more collaboration between the two than, like, we think. But that's just conspiracy. So then, like, the lawyer of Taylor said, oh, like, we'll settle if you mm-hmm. get rid of that part. Yeah. It wasn't, okay. Like so the then they, ended up, they didn't do a, end up doing anything more. Mm-mm. No legal pressing matters after that. I think recently, like, 
Taylor, no, not Taylor, um, Kim Kardashian was on some talk show, and they asked, like, oh, how's, like, the beef with Taylor, and then she was, like, it's over, like, it's not, (laughs) it's not a thing, like, we've moved on, so, that's a good thing, that they're able to move on, yeah, yeah, wow, so, yeah, I really hope you didn't get the interpretation that, like, we, or the impression that we were, like, hating on Taylor Swift at all, just a genuine, (laughs) in-depth consideration, like, did Kanye make Taylor Swift famous? So, John, like, with all of this, do you think Kanye made Taylor famous? I was only... How old was I? 2009. I was, like, 11. <laughs> Wasn't a Kanye fan. Didn't know about Taylor Swift. Besides, like, what I heard in friends' cars. But I think she was in... This is... Okay, this is what I think of it. I think it... <gasps> Kanye gave her a great opportunity in the sense of... Imagine a basketball coach or just like somebody in authority giving someone an opportunity Mm -hmm. to take a hold of fame and to take a hold of like the national attention and taylor made the most of it kanye obviously didn't continue making her famous Mm -hmm. he did not make the albums that she sold millions of copies of Mm -hmm. like that was taylor swift yeah but part of the reason maybe she was able to have such a platform yeah. was because of what Kanye did. Yeah. And it's like, is what Kanye did right? Um, depends on your viewpoint. I think it was rude. Yeah. But I think like, you can argue from what you're saying, like the soldier of the culture, like he saw injustice. Mm-hmm. And so he acted upon it. Yeah. I do have to say, though, even with Beck, when he like was about to come on stage, <laughs> like I didn't know who Beck was. We were playing Grammys trivia last night and uh-huh. people were like, who's Beck? And I was like, yeah. the only reason I know Beck is because Kanye like <laughs> yeah. went up to the stage pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I'll say Kanye, through unfortunate circumstances gave her an opportunity and gave her fame Mm -hmm. but after that i think she took it and run ran with it Mm -hmm. and like did a lot on her own yeah that was perfectly said i think yeah that's yeah exactly so like she definitely took you know her unfortunate circumstance and made millions of dollars out of it like good for taylor um so I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about, like, oh, like, in defense of Taylor Swift. Like, John, do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? Yes, I have, uh, I like a lot. I was going to Donut Man one time with some of my friends, and we were, uh, we are listening to, like, Migos and stuff, yeah. and then they're like, play You Belong With Me, and I was like, <laughs> what is this? But then I fell in love with that song, You Belong Aww. With Me, is so good, but I think I like 22 the best, because... After some baseball tournament one day, it was playing on the field. Uh-huh. It was just, like, such a sweet moment. I think yeah. 22 is my favorite song. That's awesome. What about you? I love this song called Invisible. It's off her first album. I remember, I don't know how old I was. I might have been, like, 13. Um, I was young. And hearing that song, there was just so much depth to that song. Like, it was very inspiring to me. Like, I've been writing poems since I was, like... 13 and and taylor swift like wrote her own music like so i definitely looked to her for like inspiration and like i was like wow like she's very honest about how she's feeling like i can be honest about how i'm feeling like her among other people so i think it'd be fun to play you belong with me 22 and then a little bit of invisible so (laughs) okay brace yourself kanye fans you had some taylor so let's do you belong with me Mm-hmm. 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 
<laughs> Wake up and find out what you're looking for Has been here the whole time And if you see that I'm the one you want to stand in <laughs> you long so I can succeed You belong with me You belong with me Oh, isn't that banjo? Absolutely banger <laughs> so, Beautiful song Yes and then I think I made the 22 one. Okay, John. Alrighty. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. I think it will be alright. You can be next to you. Well, you don't I'll know. play that next year when I turn 22. <laughs> yes, I played that last year when I turned 22. <laughs> oh, funny, like, neither of us are 22. <laughs> We're like so close to it. Surrounding it. Mm hmm. And so this is like a little bit of invisible. I don't think I've ever heard invisible. It's good, John. all i can say like oh, every lyric even like as a 23 year old like that's like impressive to make an art that like wow i connected with it when i was like younger mm. and even now like that song like every lyric is just very mm. very true and very nice and so i like she's so talented and like mm. makes quality music so yeah yeah oh uh, how fun talking about taylor swift and, yes uh, i think yeah taylor swift great artist mm-hmm little duplicitous <laughs> at times, yeah. but yeah mm. do you have anything else to say about the wonderful taylor swift and kanye west mm. i kind of want them to make a song together that would be great <laughs> but at this point when kanye has been making music with people like i wouldn't doubt that yeah. it's it's not unreasonable to think that they make a song together how wild john the day that comes out like and it's like a country adding... song and he's like singing country in autotune that i don't like i would put money that that will never happen and it's impossible okay but if that happens it's so cool <laughs> yeah i totally agree <laughs> awesome all right all right so this has been Kanye, Kanye Conversations. Conversations. Goodbye. Goodbye.